Welcome to the Messenger Podcast. My name is Mary Lindo, and I encourage you to listen to what the Holy Spirit would say to us today. I also would encourage you all to become advocates of hope, because the world certainly needs more of that today. And now, let's go to today's podcast. Today's podcast is titled, The Current Season of Divine Tension, Pulled and Tested, Stretched and Restrained. At the end of the podcast, there is a prophetic song of the Lord, and I think it will inspire and cause you to be drawn close to the Lord, so make sure that you listen. In Ecclesiastes chapter 8, verses 5-6, through six, it says, Whoever obeys his command will come to no harm, and the wise heart will know the proper time and procedure. For there is a proper time and procedure for every matter, though a man's misery weighs heavily upon him. You know, in all of our lives as believers, we face times and settings where there is a feeling of being pulled and tested, stretched and restrained. Often during these excruciating events, those who avoid personal character development tend to give unrestrained advice, spiritualized platitudes, and often trumped-up words of so-called prophetic inspiration to help us not suffer so. As we begin to see the Lord's plan in all of this, we also come to understand that if we are not first hearing His voice, His heart, and His word in the matters that are straining us, nothing any man or woman says can bring the ultimate light of clarity and release. It feels like winter, spring, summer, and fall. And we all face seasons of change that correspond much like the four seasons we observe yearly. Nothing is more surprising than to have to have an interruption of what we presume to be what is normal for an earthly expectation in one of those seasons. When a sudden ice storm blows in unexpected in the late spring in the Colorado fruit growing regions and encrusts the tender blooms on fruit trees and garden plants, we are devastated by the loss of not only the blooms, but also the fruit that it could have produced. It appears as if there has been a cruel storm sent to cause crop failure. So what about this current season of divine tension? For many who are hearing or reading this message, you feel as if you have experienced a crop failure, perhaps several, and just can't take one more aching disappointment. Many hearts have passed their tender agonies to me on paper, in emails, texts, and through the telephone. Anguish has its own perfume. I, too, have heard the whispers of the voices of darkness try to entice with wearisome words of worry, paranoia, and doubting. Give up, they say. What good is this time of shaking doing? What possible good can come out of believing that there is something occurring that will bring a fresh advancement when all seems to have stalled or strained? And yet another set of voices would tempt with words of esteem whispering, Make it happen! Proclaim mighty deeds and things to come with fervor, flair, and well-honed words of impact. Use it or lose it. Promote, push, and publish. It's all yours for the taking. 
Both of these voices come from the subtleties of the soul and well-oiled spiritual voices trained by the prince of lies and fleshy impulse. But in the midst of these strains and attempts to distract comes a clear, undeniable divine tension that pulls and stretches the heart of the humbled believer. It calls simply, firmly, and does not lack a depth of confidence and direction. This presence causes a clash with all that seems to be the way of man and will not relent. The earth is in turmoil, and it doesn't take much to understand that the earth is in upheaval, rivalry, and chaos wherever we look. There is a tangible and penetrating tension in the events we are seeing unfold every day. Parallel to this explosion of pure evil and lulling to sleep of many, there is a divine course being laid out for those who have come to the end of themselves. Eternity is in the sights of those looking to a kingdom yet unseen. The Father, Son, and Holy Spirit have been preparing a bride. This is done only through the shaping tools of heavenly choice. The chisel and hammer have been at times brutal and unflinching. Yet, when the soft hand of the Almighty begins to apply the oil of polishing, He does it with His own hand as well. He makes it beautiful in His own timing, even though the divine tension seems as if it might cause us to snap under the pressure of His hand, smoothing away the roughness of our thoughts and soul's intentions. Ecclesiastes 3.11 says, He has made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set eternity in the hearts of men, yet they cannot fathom what God has done from beginning to end. So here we are needing hearing and refining and heeding. The King of all glory is training those who have been thrust on the altar of fire to hear from Him as the one who strains to catch the song of a bird in a distant meadow. It takes the spiritual ear and training it to identify even the slightest note or sound, however distant, and to learn to silence the sounds and voices of distraction until the honing in on the sound, the glorious sound of peace, finally directs and sustains us with all that we hear. And then, having drunk so deeply of the voice of the Beloved and Divine Counselor, quickly, without mental filing away of instructions or overthinking, we move and heed his mapping out of plans for this appointed time. We are going to rise from the ashes of the refining of God. So unto those who hear this word from heaven, claiming you are one of heaven's very own, know that you are being formed and fashioned into sober, clean containers prepared for infilling. My spirit will fall upon those who are not seeking to lay claim to my voice, but instead heed my voice and seek my face. They shall be examples of purity in my kingdom and will not strive among the self-promoting and wordy. The broken will be safe in the arms of these 
who have passed through the current season of being pulled and tested, stretched and restrained, and they will restore the devastated. My faithful hearts will not be compelled to build agendas for me and my presence because I will be the presence that creates the manifestations of glory and might in the earth without the fanfares of men. You have been reduced to desperation in order that I might restore you to inspired living in full fellowship with me. Isaiah 61 says that the spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for captives and release from darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all who mourn and provide for those who grieve in Zion to bestow upon them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of heaviness or despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of His glory and splendor. I encourage you to hear this word several times. Listen to it. Breathe it in. Let it saturate those dry, aching, hurting, fearful places in your soul right now. And I pray now in the name of the one that we love, the name of Yeshua, the name of Jesus. Oh, we cry out to you and ask you for strengthening help. We ask you to help us to abandon and to push away and to have your courage and strength to push away the fear of the things that could come and have come. We ask for your clear and direct insight. We ask that you would send us to those who have no one to help them to see, to hear, to be set free. We ask for your provision in ways that we never dreamed of, Lord. And Heavenly Father, I pray for everyone listening today, everyone who is stirred in their spirit man to know we are in desperate days of tension, and yet it is divine tension. You are stretching and shaping and forming a strong cord of faith in us. And Lord, it's faith really is trust. Help us to trust you when we can't see, when we can't have direction, when we don't seem to know what life is all about because so much has changed or we are being shifted and changed in different positions, different jobs or no job. We ask you now, Father, that your anointing would come and break any yoke of bondage over anyone reading or listening, that your grace is sufficient, for your power is perfected when our weakness is obvious, because then the glory all belongs to you. In Jesus, the name of the Christ, I pray, amen. I encourage you to go to my website at www.marylindo.com where you can listen to other podcasts and see some resources there that might encourage you. I'd like to say hello to our listeners, our brothers and sisters, precious people in Japan. Oh, how I ask God for a revival of the fresh wind of God to blow across your nation, that God would move in Japan and stir the hearts to hunger for a living God. And I pray for those of you that are listening that the Lord would strengthen you and put a fire in you to not be afraid to share truth in this time. I bless all of you that were so kind to bless me this last month. 
And I ask the Father to graciously bless you in a way that you need, a specifically personal uh, encouragement or whatever you feel in your heart that is so desperate that I ask him to meet that for you. I encourage you now to listen to this again and also to listen to the prophetic song of the Lord, a short inspirational cry from the Spirit of God as if it was his bride crying out to him to send us messages from home. This was recorded in a studio several years ago, and it was just spontaneous, and we had other lovely musicians behind us playing and singing with us, and I was just playing the keyboard and singing, and this is what came out. I hope it's the cry of your heart as well. And I bless you in the name of Jesus. Until we meet again, I say goodbye for now. messages from home.